Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Heart is a Muscle podcast with Joseph and Jordan. Yes, and we are here to talk about probably one of the most difficult subjects to really nail down. What is your purpose? purpose. What is your purpose? What is your purpose? What is your purpose? And Jordan has a real theory that we're going to dig into. This is a great conversation, a little bit of a debate. Mm-hmm. In so the best enjoy. way. Yeah. yeah, enjoy everybody. Boom. Boom. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. We are back in action again for another round of the Heart is a Muscle podcast. Yeah, with our new mics. Yeah, we're really enjoying these things. Yeah, so. we've got like arms coming from. This is like a whole setup here. So we, we are in the Heart is a Muscle podcast studio right now. We have some gin and. And grapefruit tonics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And apparently, I have some strong P's <laughs> and what else? S's? So S's, yeah. I have this guard up <laughs> covering my mic right now, so I apologize for my strong P's and S's. Anyone who's recorded sound knows exactly what that is. It's nothing to apologize. It's very natural. Um, I'm just giving you shit. We're just trying to do our best to give you our humble... And respected viewers, yeah. the best quality we can. Now that we've got these sweet mics. Mm-hmm. I don't have to startle you with my peas. <laughs> oh, I've got a hard pee going on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Well, this one, um, this is kind of a... Speaking of peas. Yeah, speaking of big peas, we got a big hard pee coming <laughs> Um This is something you proposed today. Yes. Jordan James. I did. I really want to talk about purpose. Purpose. Now, if everybody, uh, if you're feeling like, oh my God, what a topic. I don't, I don't know what purpose is. I don't know how to do purpose. Mm-hmm. I'm right there with you because purpose has been one of those things that has always seemed to eluded me. Yeah, which is mostly why I wanted to get your thoughts on this. Um, and why I wanted to talk about it in this podcast because, like, would you say part of being in a partnership with somebody is helping them live their purpose. I think that that's a very, I think that's a really great benefit Mm -hmm. of being in a, a healthy and prosperous relationship is that not only can you help your person find, capture, live, be their purpose, but you also can get the added benefit and bonus, if you order right now, of helping to discover your own. Oh, I order. Yeah. You got to pay I'll for shipping in, and handling. Buy that in bulk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's part of the human experience that meshes quite nicely with holding a relationship in any form between two humans yeah it's like such a fun thing to be able to live our individual purposes together and i'm really yeah. glad we have this cover because we're gonna, I'm gonna have a lot of peace tonight yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah okay so you've kind of struggled with your purpose i have always um found it to be confusing frustrating uh, like an endless journey that doesn't seem to have guidance or an end yeah so yes to answer your question yes damn yeah so i was also talking with a client and i was realizing oh my god like so much of what blocks us from actually living what our purpose is which i'll tell you in a second because it's the same for everybody this is my theory. I don't want to get your thoughts on it. All right. But part it, of what here first, people. Part of what blocks us from actually living our purpose is trying to find our purpose in what we do. Ah, uh, yes. This this has actually kind of been a theme that I've been discovering within myself. So continue. Well, continue actually, your say, theory. say more. No, no, no. no. I'm okay. gonna save it. So, no, you say more. Okay, okay, I'll say more. <laughs> um. Okay. Everybody's purpose is to be happy. Okay. Like, literally, your purpose is to wake up. Like, your full-time job is to be happy. It's to, like, 
do what you need to do to make yourself happy. Okay. Keep going. So <laughs> that's, I'm not telling you to just like go shoot heroin because that like makes you feel good. It's like happiness is way deeper than that. Okay. So like if what makes you feel happy is making money, mm-hmm. uh, financial stability, how are you going to make that happen for yourself? But also if part of what makes you happy is like doing things that you love to do. Mm-hmm. How are you going to make that happen for yourself too? Like this is part of becoming your own inner leader is identifying all the things that make you happy Mm -hmm. and constructing a life toward that. Okay. And that is you living your purpose. Like people who say my purpose is to do this or to help people, like even my purpose to mm-hmm. help survivors of narcissistic abuse. Mm-hmm. I do that because it makes me happy. Mm-hmm. I help people because it makes me happy. Like ultimately, my purpose is to be happy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I want to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to disagree yet, but I'm going to bring up some some thoughts from some parts of me that are very typical when I hear... You know, people talking about purpose, and I'm like, okay, purpose, like this vapor that is purpose. And then, yeah, you hear people in like, yeah, it's you, it's to get your chakras aligned. It's to, it's to be happy. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it seems really like, I don't know, it doesn't seem like fulfilling. Being happy doesn't seem fulfilling to you. Yeah, in a sense, it's just like, okay, yeah, like, it's, it's, it seems like kind of one of those answers that's just like, it seems, I guess it's too much of a right brain answer. What do you mean by right brain? So it's just kind of like one of those things of like, yes, to find like inner peace, you need to first like ascend your body. And it's just like, okay. Like, that's what you associate happiness with? No, no, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just kind of, you know. I, I, I'm i kind of addressing this because parts of me that jump up <clears throat> when I heard you just be like, yeah, your purpose is to be happy. It's just like, okay, tell me more. Like, sure, I can buy that. Mm-hmm. But that seems like that seems too simple because if that's it why is it so hard i think it's simple but it's not easy okay okay because i think there's a lot of like like when i hear that there's a part of me too that's like sure that's the 30,000 foot view and i'm here at ground level so help me like help me fill in that gap Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So, like, what are the things that make you happy? Yeah, that's a, that's a better question because... I don't know, I wouldn't say better question, but that's a question that, like, starts... And starts my answering parts. And it's like, what makes me happy? I feel happiest when I feel needed... I feel valued. Um, I feel like I belong. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm contributing. Mm-hmm. And like, because we've we've done a few purpose books, or we've done we've we've done one, yeah. but we've kind of like expanded on that too. And from that one, I think the 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 distillation of what the purpose was was like a kind of a a single sentence that for me was my purpose is to feel connection and belonging Mm -hmm. and like i remember at first when i read that i had kind of a similar thing of just like okay well yeah but how type of thing Mm -hmm. 
But now that I've been able to sit with that, like a lot of those concepts of like connection, belonging, those break down into a lot more component parts that I can really relate to yeah. as a person. Like, tell me more. So, like what I was saying about, um, or kind of alluding to when you were talking about, you know, we try and find purpose in what we do. <laughs> Thanks for farting on me. <laughs> because what I was about to say was that has been what I perceive purpose as. Of uh-huh. like, yes, I do these things. I am this person. I have these traits. And that's where my value comes from. And that value gives me purpose. Uh-huh. And like... That yeah, how's that working for you? Yeah, I mean that's that's falling short because you know it's like um it kind of relies on me also kind of objectifying myself as like I value myself mm-hmm. for what I do. Wow, yeah, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. Um. And that was kind of a groundbreaking thing when that kind of hit where it was just like, fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do value that. And so it's easy to get down on yourself when, um, you know, that falls through or it's not as what you expected it was to be. And like, I think this is a common thing with men as well because, you know, we have, there's kind of a perceived conception of like, you are what you do. You know, um, if you are not what you say you do or say what you are, then, you know, what value do you have? Yeah. That's, that's kind of the left brain aspect of like bringing the material world forward through the straight line thinking of the left brain is like, yeah, I'm an engineer. Therefore, if I don't successfully build a bridge or I don't successfully you know make a robot or I don't successfully you know do the boring stuff that engineers do mm-hmm. and I'm an engineer so I can say that <laughs> like are you, like if you're happy if your purpose is based on what you do it's your results define right so yeah you it, it kind of gives away your power to value yourself because if your value comes from what you do. If you don't do what you do very well, then your value diminishes. Yeah. And then that's... you are not living your purpose. Yeah. Man, fuck that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of one of those things, you know, yeah, fuck that, but also that is so many people's reality. That's my reality. That I'm like decoupling right now. Yeah. And like, you know, it's it doesn't feel good when it's just like, oh yeah, like, <laughs> duh, dummy, like get past that. So, um, that's another thing too that I feel like a lot of the times when you get those answers, like, yeah, your purpose is happiness, and if you're not happy, then like, <laughs> what the fuck. And that kind of attitude is really, I don't know, it's, it's a non-starter. Mm-hmm. Um, it's tough to be like, okay, well, I'm not going to find my purpose if the person like uh, describing what purpose is is also going to shit on me for not knowing my purpose or not being my purpose or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they feel um, like I'm shitting on you. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Or at least that's, that's the attitude that I'm, I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry. I thought we were on the same side about like saying fuck that to your per- I thought like that's what you were that's the moral of your story. Well, it, it in the long run, yeah, it is. It's like, yeah, that needs to change, but I'm also I'm deep in that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's kind of like talking to someone who's in like AA and being like, yeah, like fuck drinking, huh? <laughs> Those people are dummies. Mm-hmm. When it's just like, 
I'm trying real hard to like not be an alcoholic right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, thank you for sharing that with me. I I didn't know, but now that I know, yeah, I mean that's all change. Like you kind of hit on a thing that I feel I've felt a lot, and I think a lot of other people feel is like purpose is it's it's a critical thing, and like we live just these like lives that are desperate to find it and then when you try and look for it all you get is this like high-minded like righteous yeah your purpose is being happy how come you're not happy is because you're you don't value yourself oh oh man that's a big question for you yeah (laughs) you know it's like it's an attitude type of thing and it's no different than any other thing like um you know, a lot of the things that we talk about are like, yeah, when you and your partner come up against issues that you're struggling with, it's best to bring compassion, understanding and all that kind of stuff, because otherwise, like we've always said, like, how are you supposed to connect with each other? Yeah. And I feel like that's where a lot of the I'm going to tell you your purpose community has really fallen short with me is that it's like, if my purpose is to be happy and you don't make me happy, then like, that's not the answer. I'm not going to listen to you. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I agree. Like, I think your purpose of being happy, I think that's a little too simple of an answer because yeah of course like I don't think my purpose is to be unhappy <laughs> mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so like take me take me a layer deeper in what that means in that explanation yeah um, well because I, I was going to ask we started going into like what made you feel happy and, and you said like value where you feel valued, when you feel connected, when you feel like you belong. Is there other things? Yeah. Yeah, like what else was there? So like I do feel... Um, like I get a lot... I've even told you this. Like I feel like part of my purpose is helping you or like supporting you or like uh-huh. giving you what you need to move forward. Like Yeah. Oh, is that the needed thing? And yeah, there's mm-hmm. kind of the flip side of that because when I do that, not only do I get the satisfaction of seeing you really excel, but then like I also get the feedback from you that like I'm I'm needed, I'm mm-hmm. valued, I'm yeah. like I'm like a, a good thing in your life. Yeah. Um and there's you know, that's kind of a I feel like that's kind of a a gray area of is that like good or bad because it it is, mm-hmm. it's a good purpose, but it is a little bit, and not. it's a little fragile because like if I, if my purpose is to support you and you reject me, then I failed at my purpose, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, so I think that's why I really like making your happiness your purpose because that like this you being you like putting yourself in situations where you feel needed is living your purpose is living like a part of your purpose like i think of like happiness as a spoke in the center it's like your north star mm, okay and there's all sorts of different things mm-hmm. that you can create a life around that support your happiness nice i like the way you describe that that that's the thing that I feel like is always missing where it's just like how do you connect the dots this has been a big theme for me in the past probably two or three years of like trying to change and break out of what I would call a typical unsatisfying life into Mm -hmm. something greater Mm -hmm. and there always seems to be this chasm of like okay yeah you're here and you're unhappy and you're unsatisfied you don't know what your purpose is and then there's 
you with your purpose thriving and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it feels like there's tendrils that reach towards each other, but there's a big like chasm in the middle that nobody can really say for the 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 duality of your left and right brain. Here are the things you do to support each of those to take you yeah to that promised land and that is so fucking frustrating yeah uh yeah i hear that and that like i think that's why actually something as simple as happiness can be really practical because it's like yeah i'll be happy when i have my dream job i'll be happy when i'm making 10k a month i'll be happy when we're in our new apartment like i'll be happy then like yes i will and I'm taking steps every day for my long-term happiness. Mm-hmm. But also, if my purpose is to be happy, so it's like, okay, what steps do I need to take toward my long-term happiness? But also, like, what steps can I take today? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it, that's how you bridge the chasm is like, what's a close-in step for me to take today that will make me happy? Like today when I wake up, do I need to have a courageous conversation like that? That might make me feel uncomfortable in the moment. But that'll like help me feel happier later. Mm-hmm. Or today, like, do I need to let myself have some creative time? I mean, it's kind of like when we decide if we're going to take a day off from the gym or not. Mm-hmm. It's like today, are we like, how's my body feeling? Okay, yeah. So like, yeah, I can probably lift today. It's like the same thing. Like, what if we take our happiness that seriously? Mm -hmm. Every single day. Like, that's us living our purpose every single day. Like, that's all there is to it. Mm -hmm. Happiness is this spoke in the middle. And we just take steps every day to, like, support that and create a life that supports that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I think a lot of people don't want it to be that simple. Because it's a scary thing to take that much responsibility over your happiness. Yeah, there can definitely be... um, There can definitely be parts and learned conditions. I see this all the time, especially with men struggling to bring themselves out of shitty situations. Mm-hmm. You know, these preconceived notions of like, well, you know, if, you know, the world wasn't a shit, so, so if the world wasn't so full of shit people, then like, I wouldn't always get stuck at the, you know, thrown in the gutter. Mm-hmm. Or like, yeah, you know, if, uh, I could just find a job without like some asshole boss telling me what to do the whole time, then like, I would thrive. Mm-hmm. I've been there too. I complained plenty of those reasons of like yeah i'm being held back because of the world holding me back Mm -hmm. um and that i do agree is where when you can shift that paradigm to focus on the perhaps happiness of like changing it to where you are not restricted because the world is restricting you and taking responsibility of the world is what it is and if I really am uncomfortable enough I'm the only one who can make a change Mm -hmm. and like if yeah so help me tie happiness into this so if like if Let's say someone is, you know, what's a common profession? A lawyer. Someone's a lawyer. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so say someone's just, they just passed the bar. They've worked their fucking ass off. They've overcome, you know, so much. Mm-hmm. You're like, all right. Now I'm going to go be a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, what if they're like, okay, my, my purpose has been to be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And now I've, like, got all the things to say, yes, I'm a lawyer. Mm-hmm. So now, do you think that, like, were they motivated to do their purpose because they wanted to be happy? Or, like, 
Yeah, I, I think this is, this is the thing why it's easier to think of your purpose as something that you do, because if it's something that you do, then it's, and it's your purpose, it's worthy of making yourself uncomfortable for. Okay, yeah, say more. And, and I think that can be the same for our happiness. Like, I'm not talking about feel-good happiness. I'm talking about deep, like, confident... I created the life of my dreams kind of happiness. Mm-hmm. Or I'm creating the life of my dreams. Like I'm showing up for myself kind of happiness and I'm taking care of myself. Yeah. So it's like our happiness is worthy of us doing things that make us uncomfortable. Okay. And so like maybe they think their, their purpose is to be a lawyer but the, the idea of being a lawyer and what that means, whether that's helping people or just making a bunch of money, that makes them happy. Maybe they feel needed. Maybe they feel valuable. Like maybe they feel like they'll like finally belong. Mm-hmm. So like what, whatever needs that being a lawyer is meeting for them is making them happy. Okay. All right. And so we think like, oh, if my purpose is happiness, then I'll never like get anywhere. I'll never do anything. I'll just like be happy. Yeah, that, I'm glad you said that because, especially I think for men, like when you say, yeah, your purpose is to be happy, it's just like, well, being happy is not going to pay the bills. Yeah, that's right. But also, paying the bills makes you happy. Paying the bills does make you happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, like you're not that happy yeah. if you don't pay the bills right right that's very true um so it's like a holistic kind of happiness is what i'm talking about right so your purpose is to take action to ensure that your happiness is as it your happiness is as much as it can be yep okay Okay. So, like, what happens when your dog gets run over and you're heartbroken? Yeah. Like, what if, what if that dog was your purpose? Like, you know, you, you, you raised him as a puppy. He was your companion. He or she, whatever. Mm-hmm. Or they. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, that dog, like was your whole life it was your child your baby and you know one moment's misthought and he ran out the door and just got pummeled Mm -hmm. what do you do with that purpose then yeah so if your purpose is is happiness is like holistic happiness i would say not to try to make yourself feel any different than you feel Like, that's a time where you and your parts need self-care. You need grieving. You need to, you need support. Mm -hmm. Like, you need a community of people around you. It's like taking care of your happiness is identifying what you need today and making that happen for yourself. Mm -hmm. Right, so the reason why I asked that question is because happiness... This is another thing that I think people run into where they're just like, happiness is not a guarantee. Like the feel, feeling good, yeah. Feeling good is not a guarantee. And like, it's more of a guarantee that there's going to be times you're not going to feel good. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be happy. Mm-hmm. So if I read you right, and bounce back on this one. Mm-hmm. Your purpose at those moments is not to try to hold just the feeling of happiness and deny everything else it is to be with your emotions it is to be with your feelings honor accept and um what do i want to say like find hmm 
find see, this is where when I kind of fall back on like mm-hmm. if I was going to describe that I would say find connection mm-hmm. you know like yeah, say reach more out to your friends yeah. mm-hmm. reach out to your community you know reach out to something else like share your experience mm-hmm. share your experience mm-hmm. because you know being sad by yourself is the worst thing ever yeah don't do it people yeah <laughs> i mean this kind of helps me flush it out too is like happiness comes when you meet your needs right so it, there you go at that moment you have cl- very stark needs yeah and your purpose which was your connection with your beloved puppy mm-hmm. and now your connection with that puppy is honoring its memory solidifying it as a part of your life mm-hmm. and creating a new chapter yeah where you can yeah it's basically like trying to fulfill the whole experience of life yes oh it's so good yeah because yeah you know like i don't know what would I feel like if, if you got run over? <laughs> there if, you, if I, I had a dog run. named jo- named Jordan, <laughs> no, but yeah, if if uh, yeah, say you got mowed down, yeah, because you walked out in the middle of the street like you're Ted. Uh, <laughs> um, called out. <laughs> yeah, like I would, I would try and do my best to honor what we had who you were what you did for me as a purpose as a person and start to look or well yeah i think at that point too it would be like all right like the feelings that i have of sadness grief remorse all those things like give those open up the doors so that they those parts of me that are feeling have space. Yeah. Like build connection belonging with myself right now because yeah. man. Because you need it. You need it. Like that would fucking be the worst. Um, but also reaching out to the community of people that I know that like truly value me. Yeah. And want to be there for me. Mm-hmm. And then... Because it's one of those things like, I don't know if doing that would make me happy, but it would make me feel not alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess, I don't know, like, it is hard to say, like, if I didn't feel alone, would I also not feel happy? In a sense, perhaps. I guess I wouldn't feel extra sad. (laughs) Yeah. And I I think, like, if you're in a place where it's a grieving place, like, the quickest thing you can do to make yourself more miserable is try to make yourself feel better. Right. Right. Like, you mm-hmm. have to walk through grief. Like, what does David White say? Grief is its own medicine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, in order to actually experience happiness on the other side. Mm-hmm. More happiness on the other side. Like, if mm-hmm. you ever want to feel happy again, feel your feelings. Mm-hmm. Like, let yourself grieve. Yeah. So, it's like, mm-hmm. it all is in service of your long-term happiness. But it's not going to feel good in the moment. Yeah. And, and it's actually a really courageous act to let yourself feel what you feel in those moments. That is exactly true, I believe. Yeah. That's a truth right there. Yeah. That I think nobody wants to hear. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's why I'm saying, like, your long-term happiness is worth doing things that 
are uncomfortable mm. All right. for yeah. long periods of time. Like me nice building my tie-in. business, mm-hmm. how much have I like put myself through it with my growth? It's been all you've been doing. <laughs> yeah. And it's been a <laughs> roller coaster and a ride and I haven't been happy for half of it. Okay. Okay. See, I'm really glad that we're doing this because this is starting to like, for me, you know, extend that structure between the like where everyone wants to be and where everyone is. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, if if your if you say your purpose is happiness, and that means that you have to make yourself uncomfortable in the pursuit of something better. Yeah. Then, yeah, I can, you know, I can get behind that. Mm-hmm. Um, let me give a, an anecdote, though, that has really chapped my ass for a lot of, the, of my life. So when I went to college, I was fed a bunch of shit that go be an engineer and you're going to be on easy street because you're going <laughs> you're going to get a you know 80 to 100k job mm-hmm. right out of the bat as mm-hmm. a you know straight out of under or yeah undergrad mm-hmm. college thing you're going to be doing great projects mm-hmm. you're going to be a smart motherfucker mm-hmm. and all of that was shit dude all of that was lies all of it um Smart motherfucker was close, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're super fucking smart. But all of the the things that I got sold about engineering um, were pretty much a lie. Mm-hmm. It was it's like any other job, mm-hmm. and there's there was a lot of bitch work mm-hmm. and a lot of like, yeah, this cool project you're not gonna work on that. Um, even now it's like, you know, if I wanted to go work for Intel or something like that. It'd be no different, even though I have, you know, 13 to 15 years of like true engineering experience. Mm-hmm. I might be able to pull down the cash now of the, you know, 100K plus. But I don't know if I'd do anything I really wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, w- the reason I bring that up is because my purpose was to become an engineer mm-hmm. and, like, I overcame ignorance, doubt, um, despair, like shame. Yeah, you face some serious tons demons. of like yeah. basically all the negativity in my life. Yeah, and I came out on top. You fucking did. So, like, what happens then? Like, what if your purpose ends up? Because I thought that yes. If I became an engineer, I would be happy. Uh-huh. What if that falls through? Yeah. That's like what David White talks about. It's like the, the promise is taken away from you. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I think that that's a really shitty moment when those promises are taken away from us. The promise of like, this will make us be happy. Mm-hmm. And so I think that there, that's its own grieving process. But I also think that engineering was never your purpose. Being being happy was. So, yeah, while there's grieving of like, shit, this doesn't make me as happy as I thought it would. There's still so much hope that something else will. Yeah. If you would have told me that when I was... 23 i would have told you to fuck off yeah why tell me more because you know when you when you go through you know like a chapter in your life when you go through college Mm -hmm. and you bust your ass Mm -hmm. and then when you you get over the finish line and you find out i just busted my ass and spent Mm -hmm. you know a chapter of my life and i have no prospects or the prospects i do have look like ass yeah and you're like well now you got to take what you've got and keep moving forward to find that happiness. Yeah. I would have been like, look, 
I don't even know where to fucking start right now. Yeah. Like, I just got done looking for my happiness. Yeah. I I wouldn't have told you that back then. Because <laughs> that's right when the promise was taken right. from you. Like, you know, it's like when when somebody when something bad happens and somebody's in grieving, you don't say like this could be the best thing that's ever happened to you. That, like you don't say yeah. that, even if it could be true, you do mm-hmm. not say that in those moments. So what I would have told you is like that fucking sucks. I'm sorry. I'm here. I'm here to listen to you. Like I'm with you. Like I I know that you'll figure it out, but yeah, I get that that sucks. So like if you want. If you want to talk with me about it, I'm here. So how do you find that? How would how would you help my 23, 24-year-old purpose or a person get back in line with finding their purpose then? I would say, what makes you happy? And I would say, I don't know. I thought it was going to be engineering. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be making a great salary and like having all these promises fulfilled for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Like, is there anything in your life that you enjoy right now? Let's see. When I was that age, what did I enjoy? <laughs> um, man, yeah. I don't know. At that time, engineering really was... I think the only thing that was, and this was, this is kind of a, a weird twist of fate because I didn't go and get a job right out of engineering school. Mm-hmm. I did ask that thing of like, look, do I want to go and like just get a mediocre job as a beginning engineer mm-hmm. and like just try and make that happen? Mm-hmm. Or do I want to keep going with the things that I did enjoy about engineering school? Mm-hmm. And that was being part of groups, being a part of you know, side projects, being part of, you know, building teams and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And I was like, yes, I want to keep doing that. Yeah. And so the answer was, I'm going to stay in school. <laughs> uh-huh. Like you, like you already answered it yourself. Yeah. So yeah, I guess that is true. Yeah. And, and something that, something popped into my mind too, that, might seem like fluff to you and that's okay like you can call it out but i feel like it's really true is that it's like in those moments when the promise was taken away from you and you worked so hard for it like it's it i try to keep in mind that it's not the destination like like even with wherever we think happiness is it's out, it's way over there and there's this huge chasm between us and there. Mm-hmm. Like it's not a, actually about getting to that destination. Mm-hmm. It's who we become all along the way. Yeah, that makes me think of something too to kind of add to this. Um So bounce back on this one. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people perceive their purpose as like a point in time in the future where I'm going to discover something about myself. I'm going to do something with my life. I'm going to yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And then someday, boom, purpose is going to be fulfilled, checked off. Yeah. And that I think is in of itself what keeps people from like feeling happy or finding their purpose. That's so good. Because I think your purpose is not, you know, some far off goal. Your purpose is on the day to day. It's right here, right now. Yeah. Your purpose, your purpose is in the moment. Yeah. So this is my question to you is that, do you think like that's why maybe some of your parts are just like people in general want to resist the idea that your purpose is something as simple as making yourself happy? Because if you admit that, that that's your purpose, that that takes away your promise of your purpose coming in sometime later and saving the day. Yeah, I think it could. Yeah, like, oh, because mm-hmm. you, you've thought like, oh, you have this promise of if I can just find my purpose, then I'll be happy, then I'll be all good. Mm-hmm. And if I say, no, your purpose is, is to take action right now to like do what makes mm-hmm. you happy, mm-hmm. like then all of a sudden you're back to 
the plain Jane of your life and you have to do something with it. <laughs> Suddenly, yeah. like you're you're living really close right. into yourself. Mm-hmm. I think that's it's uh, very on point. Yeah, because you know, it. There, I think there's definitely a way you can kind of sabotage yourself in a false feeling of happiness by being like, "Yeah, man, you know, when I, you know, hit it big in the stock market, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna." fucking cash in mm-hmm. and that's gonna be my purpose mm-hmm. my purpose is to fucking cash in and retire at 35 mm-hmm. guns blazing <laughs> boom boom suck it and so when someone was like well yeah that means that every day you have to work towards that and do your best every day to make that dream happen it's mm-hmm. like oh fuck mm-hmm. that's a lot of work mm-hmm. I'm like no I gotta get to work mm-hmm yeah. When, when am I going to enjoy that? Uh-huh. I think that's kind of the the illusion that's cast about purposes of like, yeah, keep it way off there so that like you don't have to think about it right now. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So if I was going to add to, if we're going to bring this all back around. Yep. I think the only thing I would add to your purpose is happiness is that your purpose is finding the happiness in now as much as you possibly can mm-hmm. while not betraying yourself while not uh, suppressing your needs mm-hmm. or not avoiding your emotions this is getting into a long description but yeah yeah no this is good by basically embracing your life as much as you can in pursuit of making your life the best that it can be yeah yeah I like that and you can wrap that up in a nice package of yeah your purpose is your happiness your Let's purpose is your, happiness that yeah. can all be we can wrap that shit up put a bow on it and call it happiness mm-hmm. yeah it's we like, used to find happiness everybody okay yeah exactly yeah <laughs> it's like ha- like happiness true happiness it's like yes there's like short term feelings of happiness that are important but it's also about thinking long-term about, okay, what's going to meet my needs long-term? Like what kind of life do I want to live? Like letting yourself dream and taking courageous steps to Mm -hmm. get to that dream. And it's actually not about arriving at that dream because I think, I think maybe for all dreams, when you arrive there, you're happy for a few days. Like, like there's a promise waiting to be taken from you once you get there. Yeah. I think it, I think that's totally true. Honestly, I'm trying to think, like, how many times have I arrived at, like, a purpose? Uh-huh. And it's, uh, yeah, it's it's fleeting. Like, there's been competitions that I've won where it's just like, oh, yeah, all this work. And then we did it. And you're, like, you're, like, partying afterwards. And then you're, like, once the party is done, and you're, like, great. <laughs> Now what? Mm-hmm. Um, I should have had another thought, but it might come back. Um, oh, or the other alternative of that is like you get to a point and you kind of look at yourself and you're like, I have blown way past what I thought my purpose was. Yeah. Now uh, what? Uh-huh. Like, let's keep this going. Yeah. Is that how you feel about your body? That, yeah, with, like, weightlifting and bodybuilding, it was one of those things of just, like, yeah, I think I need to be, like, at this point, and, like, I'll eventually get there, I'll eventually get there, and then, like, one day you look at yourself and you're, like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, how did I get here? Uh-huh. Like, I didn't think I could get here. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Because you just, you stayed, David White would say you stayed close into yourself. There you go. Yeah, that is the thing because I think what... So here's a thing that people may you may have heard of. I know you've heard about it. When people say like, yeah, live the process. Learn to love the process. Mm-hmm. That is that... Yeah, the, yes. The thing that we're kind of talking about because that is... When I've blown past an expectation, it is because I've done the daily... Yeah, you're so deep in your process. Right. Yeah. The daily thing that heads you towards something Mm -hmm. and eventually that daily thing just takes you that momentum just carries you further yep 
And, and I think sometimes you have a North Star of like this place that you want to get to. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, okay, these are the daily things to do to get to there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you don't have that North Star. Right. And so it comes back to like, okay, today, like what, what will meet my needs today? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, do I need to think about, do I need to create a North Star? Like, what's the furthest thing yeah. out in the future for myself that I actually care about? Is it getting a new apartment? Okay, how can I make that happen? Like, whatever it is, so that becomes your purpose, and that's enough. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I think this is evolving quite nicely. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, I guess I'm interested in, like, how does this land with you in your own specific life? Like, does it feel real enough to you yet or not quite? It does. I I think I can l- let this soak in because the other half of this one is where do I incorporate this in with my the parts of me that are not not allowing this to happen. Mm-hmm. Because there's definitely one thing to learn a method. It's another thing to live a method. hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm still kind of in the learning the method mm-hmm. and integrate and, and alchemizing that into living the method. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if, and right at the moment, I don't really have a North star mm-hmm. besides it's kind of like a north blur, <laughs> you know. Uh-huh. Um, and that that could be real tough. I know this is something that I struggle with, where it's just like, well, I have a lot of goals mm-hmm. and a lot of things that I feel like I would be happy doing, mm-hmm. and. That really makes it tough to aim at one of them. Yeah. Can I? I had a thought about where to start for a North Star. Indeed. I just, just in general, I am going to, I'm interested to hear how it's going to land with you because this really hits home for me. But the way is clear. Yeah. So a good North Star, like I think it's everybody's purpose. Like people will be most fulfilled when they become the adult that they needed as a kid. Yeah. Because that's yeah. a North Star that simultaneously brings you closer into yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, what did that little boy in you need growing up that he didn't get? And mm-hmm. how can you become that? Mm-hmm. Become that kind of person. Man, it's a powerful, powerful thought. Yeah, what would I... If I would have had... You know, it's funny... This makes me think of something, a thought that I've had in the, in the past of like, ah, you know, I wish I could take myself now and like transport me back into the past so I could go talk to my younger self. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, if I would have needed, the adult I would have needed would have been someone to teach me how to learn. Mm-hmm. Teach me how to uh, believe in myself. Uh, teach me how to know happiness or like allow happiness. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Teach me that it's okay to be me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then, of course, teach me all the like skills that like make me so resourceful yeah so like in order for somebody to do that for you what kind of qualities do they need to have um or like beliefs they have about life or you know Mm -hmm. that they would have someone that i would have felt valued by Mm-hmm. And someone that I would have felt safe with. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone who would challenge me while not shaming me. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, what kind of qualities will help them do that? Like, what when you think of it from like, okay, this is a separate person, and they make me feel valued. Like, what do they do that makes you feel valued? Or what about them makes you feel valued? Mm-hmm. That they are. That they appreciate me when I succeed. They support me when I don't. Mm-hmm. And they want to see me become better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that they do this without like, I don't know, some ulterior, can't speak, mm-hmm. ulterior motive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So like someone loving. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of hard to say because. Alexa, I'm not talking to you. Oh my God. Is she wow. playing Mr. Farts? <laughs> <laughs> No, Alexa just uh, started playing <laughs> reggae radio for us. Wow, that might be a sign. You, she, yeah, you love like, reggae. Well, I do, but she could also be kind of like, you know, telling us to get off the stage. Oh, it could be, Music's yeah. Kind of, Alexa. Like, Joseph is oh. getting sad. Let's play reggae. <laughs> Sorry about that, everybody. That's our, our third host. Yeah, <laughs> <Alexa>. she <laughs> loves Joseph and hates me. She's she constantly trying to get in between us. Yeah, it's okay. Give it some time, Alexa. <laughs> Anyways, uh, where were we? We were going somewhere. Oh, yeah, just about, like, the, the qualities of that person. Like, and I, I don't know if we can hone in on them right now, but just, yeah. you know, like, what sort of things did they believe about life? Or or what sort of things made would make you actually trust them and want to listen to them? It would be someone that had experienced a lot and been successful doing it. Mm-hmm. Someone who had also failed a lot mm-hmm. and still, you know, made it through mm-hmm. and like learned from that and not let it like gotten them down. Wow. You know, someone who, um, used their emotions to better themselves instead of holding them back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So I guess that's what I gotta be. <laughs> yeah, if that's your North Star, it's like that's something that's so close in. Like you, that starts like now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm someone who would teach me things. I love being taught new things. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I'm definitely not the smartest man in the world, but it is hard to find people that are like here i'm going to teach you this new skill yeah (laughs) without like you know open up your checkbook but i guess that's how okay that's how it kind of goes once you get to a certain age yeah this podcast episode will be 500 dollars. (laughs) yeah this podcast is sponsored by (laughs) joseph's wallet joseph's wallet piss (laughs) yeah so anyway that's purpose that's at least a good crack at it. Yeah. We'll get into this some more because this is a nice juicy topic. Yeah, this is some good shit, right? This was a real um, this was a real debate, real discussion. It here. was a real discussion, yeah. And also, I am sorry I came off really flippantly. Like, I see that yeah. that affected you and that was not helpful and that hurt your feelings and that's on me. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, we got to tie this in somehow to relationship next time. Because we kind of touched on it. Because you think a couple can have a group purpose? Ooh. Yeah, like, well, it's, it's if we think of a Venn diagram of each other's happiness, mm-hmm. that's where it overlaps. Ah, there you go. We should talk about that next time. Yeah. All, yeah, I have all sorts of things about purpose and relationships. Because it's like, is your relationship helping you actually live your purpose? Or is it hindering? Ooh, there you go. That's or is it like helping one. you hide from your your yeah. shit? What boundaries do you need to set in your relationship so you can actually live your purpose? I feel like we need to come up with a better word than boundaries because that's such a triggering word. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> Anyways, I, we don't I, have to do that. Hold right on, now. I also had one more thing about that. Oh Go yeah, it. it was. Um, are you holding your partner back from their happiness, so you can feel safe? Yeah, that'd be such a bummer. Dude, but yeah, yeah, but it's, it's a real like, question. That's if if your purpose is is for you to be happy and your partner's purpose is for them to be happy. How do you like navigate that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Anyway. Anyway. Those are my thoughts. My teasers about we're gonna, how this yeah, gonna we're gonna to dig into those ones because those are all great questions that I'm sure everyone's like, oh man, I don't know. Yeah. So. Tune in next time. Tune in. For future episodes of the Hardest Muscle Podcast, to find out. Well, Jordan James, thank you so much for this awesome topic. Yeah, BB, thank you for hanging in there with me, especially in the beginning. That's what I do. Yeah, but you had some really, really great insights, so I'm really happy that you yeah. kept talking. So did you, baby. Aw, thanks. Thank you for being you. You too. Oh. All right, love you guys. All right, everybody. Until next time. Toodaloo. Toodaloo. Keep living your purpose. <laughs> Later. Thanks for listening to the Hard is a Muscle podcast. If you'd like more information about what we talked about, or if you'd like to know more about the talented Jordan James, you can find her work at... You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, my handle is at JustJordanJames. My name Jordan is spelled with an I-N, so it's J-O-R-D-I-N. So uh, Twitter and Instagram, at just Jordan James. You can also find me on my website, which is jordanjames.com. I also write on Medium quite a bit. So my profile on Medium is at Jordan James. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. See you next time.